Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. I've been doing a series called Dare to Believe. How many of you guys are, are growing in your daring to believe? Come on. I am. I am. And so I've done some sermons called Believing is Receiving. Did about three of them with that title, Believing is Receiving. It's not, it doesn't mean believing is passively letting something land on me. It's proactively lambano. It's, it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe that I'm reaching out and grabbing a hold of what God has and taking it into myself, even if I can't see it in the natural. Faith is receiving God's transfer into self. Hallelujah. And then I did one called Believe Your Need is Already Provided. Come on. How many of you guys know that God has already paid the price and he's already stored up for you everything that you need? Yes. Hallelujah. So you got to believe it. And then I've done um, some on Believing is Seeing. So we, we know that some people say if I see it, then I'll believe it. And that's not actually faith. But because but, we don't want to rely on the natural realm have, having already happened, and then I'm going to say, okay, well, I believe God did that. That's not faith, okay? Faith is when you can see it when you can't see it. Amen. It's when you can see it in your spirit, and you can believe that if God said it, he is it, and he will do it. Hallelujah. So I've got to be able to see what God wants to do in my spirit, man, before I can, I can really grab a hold of it and step into it. You're going to see it in your spirit before you can see it in the natural. Because yeah. faith, faith is what grabs a hold of that thing. It observes it. It believes it. It prays it, and it declares it, and it takes it in. And then it stewards that belief system before it ever actually starts manifesting in the natural realm. All right? So believing is seeing. Today, uh, my, my title is Faith is Perceiving the Ways of God. So everybody say that. Faith is, Faith is perceiving the ways of God. Come on. It's kind of crazy because um, I don't usually, like I, I listen to Bethel sermons sometimes because I just love them, but I, I'm not always like just in tune with everything they're saying all the time because I, I got my hands full, all right? Kind of hard to do everything, but we, we take dips in it sometimes, uh, which is a good thing, and it's pretty weird because they are actually preaching the same things I'm preaching to you guys right here, and it wasn't like, I, I'm not like one of those preachers where I watch The Chosen and then I have a sermon now. Like, I, I don't like listen to them and then repackage it so I can preach to you. I'm preaching what God's putting in my spirit, but it just so happens because we're so united in the spirit with what's going on with Bethel and the movement and stuff. It's amazing. I, I, they're, they're preaching my, I think they're listening to me and preaching over there. I think that's what's happening. Okay. Bill just recently was preaching some things that I was sharing. Um, Chris Valentin, I think now is, he's preaching on faith. She's preaching the same stuff. It's crazy. God's good. It, you know, you got to pay attention to those things and hear the voice of the Lord in it and say, I'm resonating. I'm resounding this word. This is something that's very important right now. This is a season right now for us to press into faith and believe for the greater things than what we've been seeing. I'm believing for great stuff, guys. 
And God's on this. I want to I share a testimony with you guys. I love this testimony. It happened years ago, and I can't honestly remember all the details, but I remember enough to make it still pretty good. Okay? Um, and back in Reading, way before we even knew that we were moving here, I was serving in the healing rooms at Bethel, and I don't even remember who my prayer partner was that day, but I remember that I just remember the presence was thick in the room, which is really a key to miracles. That's why we're trying to go after the presence, okay, here. But um, there was this lady, uh, she was an older lady, and if she was standing, she'd be about probably about this tall. And she, she, we had her sitting on a chair, and her left leg, I don't remember what the condition was, but there was something wrong with it where the muscles had atrophied in it. And so her left leg was literally as skinny as the bones in her leg. And, and her leg was turned in some, like that. And her other leg was normal. And so she wanted us to pray for her. And what we were doing was we put our hands on her, and we tried to get her, her focus off of the problem that she was there for. This is a key, okay? Get, the problem, get your eyes off the problem and onto the solution. So we started ministering Jesus to her. Started ministering his presence to her. And while we were doing that, I, um, for my own faith, I started just um, envisioning Jesus showing up and standing with us and putting his hands on her. Okay? That was for my faith. Because I, I, I wanted to see a miracle happen. How many of you guys know you don't have the ability to whip up a miracle? <laughs> if you do, it's no longer supernatural. Okay? But, but it takes Jesus. He's the miracle worker. And when you got him showing up, he can do what only he can do. And so that's where my faith is. So I was, I was just putting my faith on Jesus coming into the room and, and laying his hands on this woman with us. And I, we're just praying and blessing her with an encounter with the Lord. And so as I, as I was praying for her, I began envisioning Jesus doing that and not just laying his hands on her, but also um, coming into me and letting me be his hands. So I, I literally was visioning Jesus reaching through my hand, touching her. Come on. It's a good word right there. There's a lot I could preach on that. You don't have the time today. But, but um, while we were ministering this encounter to her, and she's, she's got her eyes off the problem because she's totally getting wrecked by Jesus. She's like feeling his love all over her. And I, I was holding her left leg that whole time while we are praying, not, not focusing on the problem, but focusing on Jesus. But while I was doing it, I looked down, and because and I, I, something felt different in my hand, and I looked down and I noticed that, why am I holding it like this? <laughs> I don't know. I, got, I, I had a reason. I was getting, I think I was way ahead of myself. <laughs> I was like, that, no, <laughs> no. Why do I was it? Here's why I was doing it, because I was going to show you with my hands. All right, that's, that's ridiculous. I don't need to do that. All right, I was holding her leg, and I started, it felt different, and I was looking down, and, and I noticed that her, the curves of her calves came into her leg, and it matched the other leg. I literally felt the muscle grow in my hand. I'm talking about there's no muscle there, and it grew. 
in my hand. I felt it increasing in my hand. And I looked down, and where, where it was a bone, it was just shape of a bone, it was a, it was a fully shaped leg. That was crazy. Yes. And, and, then, and then her legs straightened up. The Lord healed that woman. That, was, that wasn't just a healing. That was a miracle because he put flesh there that was not there before. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Come on. That's awesome. And while we're praying for, like, like before that happened, like I'm just envisioning Jesus coming. And so I'm seeing something that my, my eyes cannot see, but my faith could see that he's there. And, and I know that that's, a, that that's a prayer according to his faith because the Bible tells us that he wants to heal the sick. Come on. Right? So if the, if the Bible tells us, then that means it's a legal right to receive it as a child of God. And so I had faith on that, and so I started envisioning my, in my spirit Jesus coming and doing this. And then in my faith, I'm envisioning what it, that, what it would look like for that leg to become full and look like the other one. Because I was seeing it before I saw it. You guys get what I'm saying? I was seeing it in my spirit by faith, and the Lord showed up, and he did the thing I was believing for, me and my partner. Come on. That's amazing. The, a muscle was formed in my hand. <laughs> it's amazing. Hallelujah. So the main thing I was, that I was meditating on in my spirit was Jesus and him and the healer coming and doing the thing I can't do. Hallelujah. But faith, you know, faith is being able to perceive what God is doing before your eyes can see it. Hallelujah. It's perceiving the ways of God. I have a friend from Bethel named Jason Chen. Um, radical dude, radical dude. He, you, you probably, if you watch any of those videos, like the finger God and all those kind of things, like you probably have seen him. He's an Asian bald dude and wears glasses, and he's just the one of the most boldest, happiest people I've ever met. And and he looks like he's younger than me, but he's like ten years older than me. It's crazy. I mean, I look like I'm only 27, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, I, I remember this. He, he actually lives in, in Switzerland now, I believe. Uh, he got married over there, and they've been uh, partnering with Ben Fitzgerald, who's been doing the Waken, uh, Waken Europe movement, and they're seeing, like, crazy outbreaks of God over there. But um, <clears throat> when, when we were both in Reading, I remember hanging out with him one time, and he was talking to me about a new revelation that God was giving him, that he, I think he called it imaginating or something. He called it something like that. But where, where he, would, he would start, he'd go into an encounter with the Lord and he would start dreaming with God what kind of things would God want to do if, there, if he could do all of it and no, no holds barred, right? What kind of things could he believe that God would do? And he would dream with God and he would spend time just meditating his attention, his focus, 
on what kind of miracle that would be. Like he would actually take time to um, just envision what will it look like when this happens? What does it look like for me to pray for it? Like what, what is the scene, the scene going to look like? And just, just start beholding that and imagining that, um, just believing that God has already given us the total permissions to go after this stuff. So he would, just, he would spend hours sometimes just dreaming all the different miracles he wanted to see a breakthrough in. And so, uh, and, and what that would do is it help increase his faith, like hone his perspective of faith in on a specific target, hone it in. I want to see this thing happen. And so, um, and, then, and then after he would spend time imaginating with God, he would actually go out in the streets or wherever the thing, the, the vision was that he saw, he'd go out and he would try to act on it. And the more he did it, the more he started seeing increased results of it. Because he was seeing in his spirit something that exists in the spirit realm, but needs somebody to believe to see it through. You guys follow me? And, and, like, and it's been years since I've talked with him about this, but I was remembering it yesterday, and I, I actually messaged him on Facebook to ask him, I was like, hey, are, is that something that you continued like going after? Like, what, what's it been like for you? And this morning, he sent me a, a voice memo. And I want you to hear what he said, because it's it's just been a long time since that happened. He he literally. Well, I'll tell you that after you. I'm gonna actually play this recording. So I'm I'm hoping it'll work fine on here. Let me hold my phone weird like I was a minute ago and see what happens. All right. Hey Jesse, buddy, uh, I love you so much, man. Like seriously, like some of the times that you've written me, they've been really um, significant times. Even the dream you had of us and finances and stuff, it's been um, such a uh, also a confirmation because the Lord really has been speaking to us about finances and different things like that. And there's just been a real increase of just um, yeah, just things that the Lord's been like releasing to us and. Um, but yeah, anyway, your dream was significant to me. And then also this morning, like, like I just had the last week off cause we're, we're releasing this new book. The Lord's really been putting up my heart that now it's time to release this book called unseen. And it's from Hebrews eleven three, where it's the, how, how the Lord, like everything we see in the natural came out of what it was first out of the unseen realm. And so it's the connection between the eyes of our heart and the eyes of our understanding and the, the outward eyes. So we have two sets of eyes that we're living from. And the internal eyes of our heart, that's where the eyes of faith come from. And that's where the Lord, you know, even says, like, do you have eyes but you don't see and ears and you don't hear? But he's talking about that they weren't being led by the inner witness and by the by by faith on the inside. And so, yes, yeah, so the Lord really has been developing this message in me for over for a last for many years. And so we're releasing it as eight chapters, but it's really about that concept about dreaming with God, building it in the spirit with him. And so the Lord showed me it's like an iceberg, how in our secret place, in our hidden place, we need to, even the word meditation, when the when the uh, Hebrew word meditate, it means to ponder, to muse, but it says to envision and with emotion and that you're muttering what you're thinking and pondering about the promises of God in the past, but also the future. 
and you're letting your heart get captivated with that where you become pregnant on the inside where, where it's like the iceberg and it's like you're building in the secret place below the surface and as you're building below the surface what you're adding below the surface it starts pushing the iceberg out into manifestation wow. in the natural on the outside and so awesome. then that's when things happen but then you have to you know overcome fear with taking risk and things like that but you have to be building in the secret place with the lord and so yeah it's this whole uh, this this whole message right now it's right i'm right in the middle of it like i took i've been working on it a while but it's it's getting get released next month and um Crazy. this whole week i took off like i took all this week off and next week off and i'm, I'm have um it's coming to the editor at the end of this week or end of next week and so um anyway it just means a lot to me that you actually messaged me at this moment it's really a confirmation for me and i even this morning i'm prepping for the first time i've kind of preached this um like well, i preached it in pieces but i just really felt the lord said i want you to preach a message on the unseen you know really from pieces from the book this morning um and so then to read your message is just really a confirmation for me that the lord like this is just really the timing of it all so thanks buddy isn't that crazy I had no idea. Yeah, come on. I had no idea that that was, that he, I had a feeling he probably was still stewarding that because that's just who he is. But he like literally um, this week was, was plowing into finishing a book that they're going to be putting out. And it's called Unseen, How to Dream with God and Manifest His Kingdom on Earth. That's, that's awesome. But that's the very kind of a thing that what I'm trying to talk to you guys about. Okay. Believing is seeing, okay? It's seeing. It's seeing what God's doing before you can see it in the natural realm. He said, he said we all have two sets of eyes. You got your natural eyes, but then you got your spirit faith eyes, okay? And so he's talking about living from that place and, and imagining with God the things that he's doing, dreaming with him of what he wants to do, and, and, then, and then putting yourself into that with your faith because that's where you're going to start seeing the manifestations come from. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. I had no clue, though, that he was getting ready to release that. So that was just one of those cool God things. <clears throat> All right. Romans 12, 1 through 2. Paul said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the, that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So I just want to tell you that like God is, is very serious about how we're using our mind, okay? How are we, like what kind of thoughts and belief systems are we processing? What are we focusing on? And we can naturally have a tendency to default to what's normal flow of life in this world, but God's trying to train us out of the norm, out of the natural, into the spirit, the way that the kingdom moves, and start learning how to process our thoughts and our belief systems accordingly. And so, like the Lord wants us to renew our minds with what we're believing for. And so we, he wants us to, to become really good at um, entering into a faith-filled imagination where, where you can dream into greater things, things that are promised in his word, things that the Lord has spoken to us that he wants us to believe for. Like we don't want to just be passive with these things and like have a moment of believing and then you go about your ways hoping that things is going to happen to you. 
No, it's, a, it's an ongoing process. It's a journey. And the Lord wants us to be very diligent to renew our minds, to shift our thoughts towards the things that God's thinking about, the ways that he is, like shifting our belief systems. And you, you really need to put your mental processes into it to get it into alignment with the spirit of God and the mind of Christ. And the more that we're, that we're intentional to focus in on those things and, and even dream into them so that we can start perceiving um, what it could really look like and, and believing for it and praying for those things and just honing the focus in with the breakthroughs that we're wanting to believe for. Amen? And so the Lord is like, he just wants us to know like we're transformed by the renewing of our minds, Okay? And, and in doing so, we will prove the good and acceptable will of God. But what happens is you've you got to believe before you're going to see it happen. You've got you to gotta work through your belief systems and get it in total agreement with God. And your experiences will catch up to your beliefs. You gotta, you gotta live it out, and so you know it starts off talking about being living sacrifices to the Lord, and the Lord actually wants us to not just to believe things or to say things or whatever. He wants us to put our lives into it. So the things that He's calling us to renew our mind in, He wants us to actually lay it all down and go after those things. Okay, living sacrifice. It means I gotta let go of the other stuff that might hold me back from the thing that God's trying to take me into. But the more I dream into it and I believe it and I behold it, I see it by faith, the more I'm able to start perceiving the ways of God. And then I need to put action into it. I need to put my life into it. I need to put my lifestyle into it. And the more I see it and then I enter in by faith, the thing I'm going after, even if I'm not seeing results yet, I will be transformed. I will be able to prove the good and acceptable will of God. It, the proof is the manifestation happening in your life in due time. Come on. Like your life is going to prove the things of God, but you have to do your time first. You get it? You have to do your time first before you see the breakthroughs that you want to believe for. I don't mean do your time as in let's set a clock and then it's going to happen. I'm just talking about walking out the journey of, of, of being diligent to perceive what he's doing and focus on it and get my mind renewed on it and, and let my, my thought processes come into the thing that, that he has me beholding. I will see the results in the due time. Come on. That's supposed to be good news. So believing is perceiving the ways of God and acting on them. Okay, believing is perceiving the ways of God. you got to perceive it and then act on it. That's faith. All right? You guys already dreaming of your buffalo wings, or are we doing good right now? Dream, oh, good. You're dreaming of miracles. Do that. Do that. What if your miracle is, is on the other side of you not eating buffalo wings? <laughs> That'd be crazy. All right. All right. When we sing songs on Sunday morning, like this morning, we sing, we sing God of miracles. 
and we sang, Holy Spirit, come rest on us. Like, those are not, we don't do those songs so that we can just sing good music. We do them so that we can behold what God wants to do, and then, and then by faith, step into that thing in that moment. I don't know about you guys, but I'm up here encountering God during worship time. I hope you are. I think you are. But, but those, are, those are moments when we're, we're actually we're saying and we're singing truths that are higher realm truths that the Lord is trying to get our minds perceiving that thing. And then by faith, we're stepping into it. And you can actually have an encounter right there in the moment with the thing that you're believing for. Come on. And, and that's the way I want to live my life. Jesus said in, in John 5, 19 through 21, he said, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. Whoa. I want you to think about that based on what I'm saying. Because nobody else saw what the Father was doing. It wasn't like he came down here in front of everybody and just started doing stuff. Jesus was actually living by faith, where his faith was able to look at his Father in the Spirit and see things he's doing in a realm that your natural world is not in. He's actually beholding God. He's perceiving something in the Spirit that hasn't happened in the natural yet. He's seeing something in his Spirit, and he's believing that God's, his Father's doing it. And then he says, for whatever he, sa- he does... The Son also does in like manner. Whoa. So Jesus is having encounters with his Father where God's revealing to him things in the Spirit that haven't happened yet on this earth, but yet to Jesus, it's already done. It's already done because Father just did it. (laughs) If God reveals to you something that he's doing, even if you don't see the evidence as yet, you got to believe Because what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. Okay? So Jesus is actually showing us with his own lifestyle of an encounter with his father where the father's revealing something to him that hasn't happened in the natural and Jesus is beholding that and to him, it's as good as done because the father already did it. Whoa. And then he doesn't just experience the the seeing of it. Now he acts on it. He acts on it in faith. Because faith is perceiving the ways of God and then acting on it. You got it? So Jesus is perceiving what's happening that hasn't happened yet. But to him, it already has. That's faith right there. That's faith. You only have two options right now with your responses. You're either like in a deep receive, like I just can't do anything except just take this in, or I need some heartier amens because this is good stuff, right? But, it, but it's your choice which way you go on that. All right, so Jesus sees by faith what's happening in the spirit, what his father's doing, and then, but then he says, 
and then the Son does in like manner. So Jesus actually emulates by faith what he's seeing his Father doing in the Spirit. Jesus follows it through on earth. Whoa, that's amazing. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. He shows it to him. Okay? And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. You know, if Jesus had his own personal encounters and the Father's showing him stuff, the people will not marvel if that's all Jesus does, is just has his own encounter and sees something. No, Jesus had to, had to take what he saw, and then he had to follow through with it in his own actions in faith that God's going to do it through him on this earth. That's the only way they were going to marvel. Otherwise, that was just a cool encounter for you, and that's as far as it goes. But Jesus is actually wanting to see what the Father's doing and, and behold it and observe it and dream about it, like, like perceive it, see it, and then believe that that's what he wants to do right here, and then you got to put yourself into it and act that thing out, whatever way God leads you to, to act that thing out and believe that what you saw in the Spirit, he will manifest it on this earth through you. Boy, this is good stuff. Come on. For, check this out. For as the Father raises the dead, wait a minute. So Jesus is dreaming about his Father raising the dead. God's showing him, him raising the dead before the dead even got raised on this earth. Like Jesus is seeing something happening in the spirit realm that didn't happen manifested yet. But to him, it already happened. It's already a done thing. Jesus said, as the Father raises the dead, whoa, Jesus is having encounters where he's actually dreaming with God about God coming and resurrecting dead bodies to life. Jesus, he's a, he was an imaginator with God. He, he dreamed into the spirit realm. He got to get into the Father his heart, and watch what he's doing in the spirit that he's waiting to get manifested on this earth. Jesus dreamed into that with God. He saw him doing powerful miracles, raising the dead and giving life to them. But he continues. <laughs> he didn't just stop there with a, with a, a, a vision. He saw, he saw it. No. He says, for, for as, for as the Father for as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. Whoa. Jesus raised several people from the dead, but first he saw his Father doing it, and he could believe that if the Father's doing it, then I can do it, because I saw it. God wanted to show me something he wanted to do in my life. He didn't just stay in believing for it and just imagining it. He put it into action, and then he saw results. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I've got many examples I could go into, and I, I don't have time to, to dive as deep as I wanted to, but I'm just going to bust a few biblical examples off. Uh, one is, is David, who was not even a warrior yet, except in his own right, because he, he had killed a lion and a bear, right, in secret. And he knew that God shows up for him. Excuse me. 
But then his father sent him to, to carry bread and cheese to his brothers, who I heard a preacher say there's only one thing that's bread and cheese, and that's pizza. <clears throat> so he's taking pizza. He's delivering pizza to his brothers. <laughs> no pineapple. That's, yeah, that would be, that would be wrong. He was, de- he was delivering pizza to his brothers on the battlefield on the other side of the valley from, from the Israel army was the Philistine army, and, and there, was the, there was Goliath coming out, just intimidating everybody, and, and nobody had the courage to go out there and fight him, okay? And, but when, when David showed up, what he saw happening was injustice. He saw injustice, that God's people on God's land were intimidated by a demonic enemy army, Okay? And he knew this was not right because this is not what God had for his people. He knew this. And he's the only person who saw past the intimidation standing out there in the, in the valley. He saw beyond Goliath. He saw the problem, but he looked past the problem and perceived what God was doing. Okay, And he knew that God wanted to bring justice to his people. And, and he also, something else that he also perceived in his heart was that he knew that the reward for killing the giant was that he'd get wealth from the king, he'd get the king's daughter for his wife, and his family would get completely uh, relief, released of debt to the taxes for the nation. All right? So, so he's, he perceived four things that I just want to point out. He perceived justice of heaven coming upon his people, and he perceived in, uh, wealth, in his spirit, he, he knew that was his right to claim, okay? He perceived a, a wife, and he perceived his family getting set free from debts because he believed that was his. So he held on to that thing, and then he ran after Goliath. I don't think Goliath was, was actually his end target. I think that deliverance for the nation was his end target, and Goliath just happened to be standing in the way. So when God's bringing justice, it's not just to punish an enemy, it's actually to set the captives free. And so David knew that it was God's heart because way back in Joshua, many centuries before that, God told Joshua in in Joshua 13, um, God told him, you're old and advanced in years and there remains very much land yet to be possessed. This is the land that remains, all the territory of the Philistines, whoa, whoa. Yeah, God was, and then God said, a whole bunch of other enemies that was in the land, but God said, I will drive them out before the children of Israel. So he had a promise that he knew was God's will, and he saw, he saw the Philistines out there defying everything that God had promised to his people, and nobody standing up against the challenge. And so by faith, everybody say by faith. David saw past the problem and saw what it looks like for the kingdom of God to come and and crush anything that gets in its way to bring the deliverance and the promises of God to his people. And, and, And sorry, David even ran out towards Goliath and said, this very day, I'm going to cut your head off, <laughs> and I'm going to drop your body and feed the vultures right here in the front of everybody. Why would he say something like that? Because he saw it first. 
He allowed his spirit to go to a place that didn't, where it didn't even exist yet to see what God wanted to do, and he beheld that thing so securely that it didn't matter that Goliath was like four times taller than him, holding a spear in his hand that people couldn't even pick up with two arms. He didn't even care. And he even took off his armor and the weapons and just picked up a sling and five stones. It didn't even matter because his weapon was not his slingshot. It was God. He even said, the battle is the Lord's. So he, he knew that he wasn't even the solution to the problem. He was just going to be a mediator to, to let God do what only he can do. The battle is the Lord's. He didn't say the battle's David's and God's going to help me. He said, no, the battle is the Lord's. Come on. But he saw. He saw what was going to happen in his spirit. He believed it, and then he acted on it, and God came through, and man, did they, they crush the Philistines. God shifted everything. And that nation eventually shifted away from a coward king to the greatest king that ever existed on this earth in the natural. That's some good stuff right there, guys. Believing is perceiving the ways of God and then acting on it. Okay? There's so many examples. So many examples. I was even thinking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who did not bow to the demonic rules of the land where they tried to make, make, him, make them bow down and worship their king. And um, they got in trouble because they didn't. <laughs> and, and so they were getting ready to, they knew that they were about to get thrown in the fiery furnace. Okay? They knew that was going to be the result. And <clears throat> but what they responded to Nebuchadnezzar was we have we said, we have no need to answer you in this matter. <laughs> That's amazing. And then they said, if that is the case, talking about them throwing him in the fire, he said they said, Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. How do you say something like that? Unless you first saw it in your spirit that God would do such a thing, okay? And he will deliver us from your hand. And then they said, if it doesn't happen, we're still, we're good. We'll go to heaven. We're not bowing to you no matter what, okay? And, and so they, I, I believe that they actually saw it in their spirits, what they believed that God would do for them miraculously. I don't know that a miracle like this had ever been recorded in history, but they believed that God was their shield and their protector, as the Scriptures says. You guys follow me? The Scriptures said it, and so they believe that's who God is and who he will be for them. They were so secure in it that they didn't even cower for a second when they knew their lives were probably about to get demolished. But they believe that God is who he says he is, and so they, they could see it in their spirits that you throw us in the fire, and somehow we're going to survive you got to spend time like putting that before the Lord. Okay? And then they got thrown in the fiery furnace. And, and even the, the soldiers who threw them in got burned up before they even reached the fire because it was so hot. They, they stoked that thing up, I think it said, seven times hotter than normal. Okay? It killed the soldiers on their way in. And then they looked back in. They saw not just Shadrach, that's one, Meshach, that's two, Abednego, that's three. Oh my goodness, there's a fourth person standing in there. 
And Nebuchadnezzar saw that. He couldn't believe it, but he said it looks like as if it was the Son of Man standing in there with them, Son of God standing in there, however he worded it. It was like God manifested is what he thought, okay? And so they fetched them. I don't know how they fetched them without those fetchers getting burned up. Got them out there. There was no hair or eyebrow singed. I've singed mine before. <laughs> no hair was singed. No clothing was burned. No smell of smoke was even on them. Who is that fourth man? Jesus. Because they believed. They saw it in their spirit and believed that God would come and be with them and get, this through, get them through this thing miraculously. Hallelujah. Come on, guys. Believing is perceiving the ways of God and acting on it. <laughs> Look at this building we're sitting in right here. If you don't know our story, it, it took us one and a half years to get into this building. But it, it was a year and a half of trials and hardships and challenges that almost fell to the ground probably about a dozen times along the way. But the Lord had shown the board of directors. We saw it in our spirits that this was our building. And so every time that an obstacle came, we, we were like, nope. We believe what the Lord's shown us, and we kept going. And it was one trial after the next, after the next, after the next. Finally, but we believed that, we believed that God told us this is where he needs us to be, at least for this stage of our church history. We believed it, and so everything that became an impossible thing got crushed. It got crushed every time because God knew it, and we perceived it, and we did the course. Amen? You guys doing all right? By the way, this Tuesday is Valentine's Day, which is two years of when we first started having church in this building. Come on. Praise God. That's amazing. It's a big miracle. I, I'm going to close soon, but I want you guys just to see a few more examples uh, in the Word uh, of people who perceived God in, in His ways and then, and then believed it and put themselves into it, and God showed up. I've already talked to you guys about the woman with the 12-year issue of blood, okay? And, and she said to herself, if I can just touch the hem of His garment, I can be healed, that was a miracle that had never happened before. But somehow she had faith that that was going to happen. You better believe that she perceived what that looks like in her spirit. You better believe it, that she envisioned that thing and saw it and put her faith on it and knew that God would show up like she saw it. And when she touched the hem of his garment, Jesus said, that he said, by your faith you've been, you've been made well. Come on. But believing is perceiving the ways of God. And then acting on it. She didn't just believe it and then thank God I got the faith. But then she didn't do anything. She'd probably still have an issue of blood in 2023. Okay? But believing is seeing. And believing is receiving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I could keep going. 
There's so much. I'm probably going to have to do a part two on this. <laughs> you good with that, Greg? Awesome. But I got to finish strong. What this next part I'm going to say is I think that if, if I get to finish this next week, it's going to make more sense, but it still makes sense. What, what is the point? Why am I even saying all this? Why am I talking about it? That, that you got to see it first in your spirit? Why? Why, why, why do we need to take the time to behold these things and observe it and, and just spend time praying it and letting our faith build on specific breakthroughs that we're believing for. Well, we need to be intentionally focused in our faith for what we're believing for. So you, it's, a, it's about being intentional to hone in your target so you know what you need to see God do and, and, to, and to spend time dreaming into it and, and in your spirit, in your prayer closet, praying over that thing, praying over the details of that thing, Okay. Take time to really observe and behold the things that God has promised you. If it's connected to Scripture, then it's His will. Okay? If it's connected to Scripture, it's His will. So you gotta, you got to spend time like getting Scripture, getting the verses that make sense with that thing you're believing for, and then, and then studying them and meditating on them, those verses, and, and, and looking at that thing you're believing for through the lens of the scriptural truth that speaks to it. And start seeing what God sees in the scripture on that thing you're believing for, so it gives you ways to pray about it. Okay? So you need to spend time meditating on it, and then you need to spend time um, seeing it from a deep spirit place. So like actually get that thing deep in your spirit. Cultivate your spirit, your faith on that thing you need a breakthrough on. Okay? And, and then from that place where you're really getting your, your deep faith on it, start praying to the Lord and asking him to come and do this thing. And, and as, you, as you behold and you see the different angles, last week I was talking about Abraham, and, and God said, as far as the north is from the south, east is from the west, all you see is yours. I want you to go travel the whole thing. So he could lay claim of what God was giving him. And, and we talked about being greater than Lewis and Clark in the spirit with all the promises of God, that we explore the things. And, and so you want to you see it from every angle. You want to look at it in the spirit and observe it and do it with Jesus. Not by yourself. Do it with him and talk to him about it. Talk to him about this thing that I'm believing for. And, and just, Lord, show me what it could look like over here and on the inside. Let me see it on the outside. Like, let him just show you the full three-dimensional view of that thing in the spirit and behold that thing and just talk to God and pray for it. Pray for all the details that he puts in your spirit to pray for that thing. And then as you've been praying for it, then start worshiping Jesus and praising him as if he's already done that thing. 
Just like Jesus who spent time beholding what his father was doing and he already saw him raising the dead, like Jesus was already so connected with that thing that, that to him is already done before he even tried. It was already a done deal. And so we want to spend time praising and worshiping the Lord to the point where we get convinced that it's a done deal. And it takes faith to praise God for something you haven't seen yet. Okay, and, and then take time. You don't want to just pray it. You, you need to take the time in your spirit to intentionally receive it by faith. You've prayed in faith now. Now give yourself time to receive that thing and let the transfer of it happen in the spirit from heaven into your spirit, man. Receive it like you're pulling the rope into yourself right now. Lambano, that means totally grabbing a hold of that thing, apprehend it, pull it into yourself, by faith. Believing is receiving. Even if you don't see the results yet, you've got to trust that God has sent the transfer to you and you're intaking that thing on purpose. Come on, guys. This is so good. And as you receive it in the spirit, you might not see the result yet, but then you can start speaking to that thing. You start declaring this thing. You start owning it and then saying it as if it has to obey you and make it happen. You start declaring this thing and calling it forth prophetically. You guys all right? Hallelujah. There's more in store for you than you already know. There's more in store already for you than you know. God has so much in store for you. We did that amazing declaration before the offering today. And we talk about angelic visitations and divine manifestations and storehouses unlocked. Come on. Like, we're actually calling that, we're not just saying nice things, we're calling things forth. God has storehouses of, of answers to prayers and breakthroughs for you. But you, you got to do this process. It's not a, I'm not trying to talk about a science and a, like a to-do list. That's not my goal. I'm just trying to show you how you can engage your faith with this thing in the Spirit and pull that thing in and, and trust that even if you don't see the result immediately, you got to believe it's coming. It's coming. It may be today, maybe tomorrow, even if it's in 10 years, if God said it, don't let go of that thing. It's coming. And sometimes the greater breakthroughs that this world needs to see might take more time because there's been resistance on that thing, and God needs us to give birth to those things. Amen. So explore the vastness of God. Everybody repeat this after me again. That believing is perceiving, believing is perceiving. The, ways the ways of God and acting on it. Acting Hallelujah. Why don't you guys stand with me? And a, that you have so many things in store for us, and I pray that you'll teach us, Holy Spirit, how to spend time just perceiving what you're doing in the spirit realm. 
Lord, how to perceive your ways, how to remember and recognize verses in the Bible that have promise packed in it for us that have, we haven't seen the, the breakthrough happen yet. Lord, show us the things that you want to do. Show us, Lord, I ask you to open the eyes of our understandings and the Spirit, Lord, to show us the greater things that you want us to believe for. God, we want to be a, a church of miracles because you're a God of miracles. And I just ask you right now in Jesus' name to increase the faith in people's hearts to believe and to perceive and to receive. Lord, that we will begin building a momentum in the spirit realm where transfers from heaven is starting to move in and we're going to see manifestations happen. Lord, build the momentum in the spirit right now towards manifestations in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we say, come with the miracles. Come with the miracles in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I believe that God is, in in a sense, he's pregnant with miracles for you right now. And so, Lord, we ask you to just birth miracles into the natural realm in Jesus' name. I even pray right now, Lord, people know what they need. Why don't you guys just just call out to the Lord right now the thing that you're believing for right now. Just speak it out to him and just ask him to bring it to you right now in the name of Jesus. Just take a moment. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Just ask him and believe Ask Him, and then believe that you receive it. So just let the Spirit just bring the transfer experience to you right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And as you're receiving by faith, start just verbally declaring your praise to Him for that thing as if you know He's already doing it. Just start thanking Him for the things that you believe He's doing. Just put thanks and praise on your lips to Him right now for your breakthrough. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And then just take a moment and start calling that thing forth. Just call it, just speak to it. Speak to the thing that you need and just start speaking to it and calling it forth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I call forth revival, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Revival. Come forth, Lord God. Just manifestations of your presence and your power in our midst. Lord, that moves our hearts and transforms us, Lord. And that call and that beckons us in. And Lord, that even people responding with repentant hearts, Lord God, so that we can have full surrender to you and to see your kingdom come into our midst in magnificent, transforming ways. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, look in the face of God right now. As you've been believing Him for, this, for your stuff, I want you right now with me on the count of three, let's just shout a loud hallelujah. All right? One, two, three. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Give Him a big praise right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.